0: Players Podcast by. Places please. Hosts and guests. Places please. House lights go. Curtain go. Podcast go.
1: Welcome to Places Please, a podcast produced by the Community Players Theater in Beatrice, Nebraska. I'm Jamie Ulmer, Managing Artistic Director at the Theater, and this is Season 3, Episode 7, for our production of Ken Ludwig's The Three Musketeers. This show is the fifth production of the 2021-2022 regular season, and it continues the reboot of shows that were transferred from last season. Thank you, COVID. Speaking of COVID, we've got an update to our COVID procedures. Masks are no longer required, so we can now see your smiling faces at the show. In Act 2 of this episode, we'll talk to the show's director and fight choreographer, John Marinovich. But first, Act 1. If you want action, if you want adventure, if you want comedy, if you want romance, you want to see this production of The Three Musketeers. The show is based on the classic French novel by Alexandre Dumas and centers on a young man named D'Artagnan who sets off with dreams of joining the King's famous Musketeers of the Guard. The most famous of the guard are the heroic three musketeers, Athos, Porthos, and Aramis. The book was written in 1844, but it is set in the 1620s. Over the years there have been several adaptations of the novel, including several stage, movie, and television versions. This version was adapted by Ken Ludwig and premiered in 2006 at the Bristol Old Vic in England. The adaptation happened almost by accident. The theater had planned to produce Ludwig's adaptation of Treasure Island, but they discovered another nearby theater was going to be doing a different version of Treasure Island, so they needed to change shows. They asked Ludwig if he had something else along that line. Uh, according to Ludwig, he looked through his bookshelf and saw the Three Musketeers, a book that he had loved as a kid but hadn't thought much of since. And uh, the rest, as they say, is uh, swashbuckling history. Oh, an added a bit of trivia. While many people associate the term swashbuckling with pirate movies and adventures on the high seas, the term actually refers to a type of stock character used in literature. The character is heroic and chivalrous, using their swordplay for heroic deeds like rescuing damsels in distress and defending someone's honor. CP has produced several of Ludwig's shows over the years, including Moon Over Buffalo, Lend Me a Tenor, Fox on the Fairway, Leading Ladies, and The Games Afoot. But this is the first time CP has produced this show or any adaptation of The Three Musketeers. Our production runs approximately two hours, and there is one intermission. The show is rated a 2 on our production rating scale, that means it is for a broad audience or the equivalent of a PG-rated movie. And because, why not? For this show, the concession stand is selling Three Musketeers candy bars, in addition to our regular selection. That brings down the curtain for Act 1. Stand by for Act 2. Well, John, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: What makes you excited about The Three Musketeers?
0: So many things. Uh, as a little kid, I remember watching on like Saturday afternoons when they'd put on uh, old movies, seeing uh, the Richard Lester, Three Musketeers, and... Um, all of the various cartoon versions, um, you know, all of the swashbuckling. I can remember seeing a dozen pirate movies and all of those just really got me excited and interested. And part of the reason I got into theater in the first place was those sort of adventure stories.
1: Because you were you were leaping off of the dining room table with a toilet oh, paper tube. Yes. And... <laughs> yes.
0: Wrapping paper tubes and any any sticks and whatnot I could find. And it was, yeah, leaping off the couch and the back deck and everything.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, I hope that everyone has at least heard the title of the three Musketeers at some point, but for those who haven't, um, why don't we give a quick rundown of the plot of the show?
0: Sure. Uh, It begins with our hero, D'Artagnan leaving home to go to the capital in Paris and become a musketeer. And he is joined by his little sister, Sabine. Uh, He encounters the three musketeers and uh, eventually befriends them. And then they engage in uh, adventures, um, conflict with the uh, Cardinal Richelieu and his uh, various henchmen and they work to keep the king and queen safe from his machinations. Yeah.
1: And, and there's uh, adventures and sword fights and- Oh,
0: so many sword fights.
1: And there
0: is <laughs> uh, action and romance and humor and everything you could possibly want.
1: Yeah, the show really does uh, encompass a lot of things particularly this adaptation which yes. is by Ken yeah which is by Ken Ludwig who uh, is really known for his comedies like uh, Lend Me a Tenor and a Moon Over Buffalo so how does this adaptation compare to the novel that the show is based on
0: well, uh there's a couple big differences. Uh the first one that will stand out to fans of the book or previous uh adaptations is the addition of D'Artagnan's uh sister Sabine. Uh so Ken felt there was a little maybe uh underrepresentation for uh women in the play and so he added Sabine. Uh, which I think is really fun. It's really great. Uh, and then uh, the show is definitely still in Ken's milieu of comedy. There's there's a lot of funny bits. There's a lot of of uh, almost farcical comedy uh, in the play. So I think it's it's a really fun mix in this adaptation.
1: Um, yeah. So in addition to directing the show, you are also the fight choreographer. So let's explain to people how fight choreography works and why it's important to uh, have someone who knows what the heck they're doing uh, (laughs) when you're doing a lot of stage combat in a show.
0: Yes. So um, fight choreography starts for me with taking a look at the script and seeing what we need and not only where fights go, but what story that fight needs to tell. Um, I don't like fights for fight's sake. Uh, For me, fights are, it's very similar to musical theater. Uh, I can't remember who the quote was, but um, songs come in musical theater when the emotions are too big for words that you need to sing them. Same thing when you've got fights, it's when words fail and you've got to move to action. You've got to move to violence. And I always want to tell a story of what is this character doing? What, how do they fight? What are their goals? What is in their way? Um, you know, all of that sort of thing. So looking at the script and then I usually sit down and will write a few things. Like I'd like to see these moments, this moment, uh, sometimes I'll have it completely written out. Uh, other times, there's a few fights in this show in particular that there are so many, people in the fight that they're difficult to choreograph in your head because there's so many moving pieces. Uh, so those ones then I have to kind of work with my actors and, and prepare those, but I start with a, uh, essentially a script, a, uh, a piece of choreography, which is very similar to preparing a dance scene. Um, in fact, I've, I've said before that if you give me, uh, two actors of equal ability, one who is a martial artist and one who is a dancer. I'd rather have the dancer because I don't have to unteach them the scary parts. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to worry about them accidentally slipping the old habits. Whereas dancers, they know where they need to be. It's just adding the addition of this piece of steel. Uh, and that's where having a trained choreographer is incredibly important because even though these are safe weapons, they are not designed for injuries. Uh, they're still a, uh, half pound piece of steel. And so if you're, if you're not paying attention, if you don't aren't aware of, uh, safety issues, then it can, it can definitely be dangerous. And I've, I have seen people who aren't necessarily trained do stage choreography, fight choreography, and it doesn't turn out well because they forget, they get caught up in how exciting it is because they haven't run all of the safety stuff and then mistakes can happen. Uh, so it is always important to have somebody who knows what they're doing and can get the best performance out of uh, your actors.
1: Yeah, uh, talk a little bit about uh, the safety protocols and yeah, I have just noticed uh, watching a, a couple of rehearsals that I've watched, um, just the way that uh, you, they just warm up even with the fight choreography.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one of the things we do is we, well, the first thing is we practice at a slower speed. Um, so we usually practice at about half speed just to get those motions, get our targeting down, things like that. There's also a, a whole slew of things that I go over in our uh, early rehearsals about how to do it safely so um where you're aiming where you are uh pointing your sword um how you are doing those attacks so that um we aren't aren't doing that full follow through we're not trying to send our energy through our uh partner uh, like we would in a real fight, but sending that energy past them. So we're still seeing the same attacks, but the, the energy is directed in a different way to make it safer. Um, and so there's, there's all those little tiny things, and, and then we practice those at a slower speed so that our muscles can remember where they are, and then you can tweak the speed up to where it needs to be.
1: And how many uh, uh, eyeballs and limbs have been uh, lost during the rehearsal process?
0: I have a really good track record. I have done, (laughs) uh, I don't know, a a few dozen uh, shows, and I have had zero injuries. So that that will continue. We have had no injuries uh, with (laughs) uh, fights, so... I, I feel very good about that.
1: Yeah, and and in case anyone you know worries, um, there is a character in the show who does wear an eye patch.
0: Yes, uh, that has nothing to do with uh, the run of the show. That is a character choice. The <laughs>
1: character is wearing an eye patch, not. <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: Connor um, has not been injured in the show.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yet. Um, Is there a particular bit of fight staging um, that each night secretly, you know, you get extra excited that, Ooh, this, this moment's coming up. Uh, I know I'm that way with uh, when I choreograph or uh, do a really cool lighting effect. I'm like, I'll watch. I'm like, Oh, here comes that really neat part. Yeah. Um, So do you have that really neat part that you're looking forward to each night?
0: Uh, I have quite a few Um, because we have so many, Uh, so many fights in the show and we have very few one-on-one fights. I think I have one in the show that is a one-on-one fight. Uh, everything else is like two on one or four on five, or, you know, there's a bunch of big fights. Um, but in each of these fights, there are some finishing moves And there's a couple of them that just really, I see them and I go, Ooh, Ooh, that's nice. Oh, that, you know, it, it just, the way it flows together is just fantastic. And, and it gets me excited every time. And I, you know, you said secretly get excited for, I, I'm openly gushing about it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well,
1: and, you know, uh, for me, and this uh, not to give away, like, a surprise moment of the show or something, uh, but there's a really big fight sequence with, like, most of the cast. Yeah. Um, that, that's just so impressive to watch uh, all yeah. that action taking place.
0: I'm, I'm super excited. And the timing on that is so fantastic that, honestly, uh, if you wanted to come see the show every night you would probably catch something new in that fight scene every night because there's so much going on.
1: Yeah. And it's like filling the whole stage. Yes. Yeah. And it also sounds really cool.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That the steel on steel uh, is just phenomenal. Uh, And especially now that we've got all the choreography down now, the acting starts to come into it. And so, Oh, it just, yeah, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, let's talk about you a little bit. When did you first get involved in theater? Um, you know we we know that uh adventure uh sword plays kind of what whetted your appetite there, but uh what's some of your acting and directing history?
0: So, I got started uh actually kind of late for uh you know, I, I look at some of the, the folks that have come through uh, CP and think, gosh, I, I wish I'd had someplace like this when I was younger, I didn't get started in theater until I was 16 uh, in high school. And I did a production of Annie uh, and absolutely. Fell the dog. With, I was not, although I did, I was the dog Wrangler. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I was, I was the cop who comes in uh, when she first meet Sandy. And then oh, she's sure. like, Hey, is that your dog? And she decided to call him Sandy. So yeah, I was, I was that cop and then I had a couple other parts uh, in there, but then I was also in charge of, of the dog backstage. Um, but I, it just enamored me with theater. And so I did it the rest of my high school career and then I studied theater at three universities, uh, university of South Dakota, uh, UNL and then university of Montana and uh, i've done oh gosh acting probably i don't know 30 plus shows something like that uh directing i haven't done for a while um i i haven't had the right opportunity uh jump out at me until recently but i did um i've done some classical stuff um i did some greek theater um I did a um, Shakespearean one act, and then I did a bunch of stuff in uh, college. Um, But then fight choreography, I've done an enormous amount. Um, I've worked most often with uh, Flatwater Shakespeare Company uh, here in Nebraska, and I've done, I I think probably about 10 shows with them as fight choreographer. Um, I think the most recent one was, uh, Macbeth. I-, I was thinking about it the other day and I've been doing theater now for 26 years. So they sneak up on you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, oh, I know. <laughs> yes. I don't have to tell you that. Yeah. Um, so, but you've also been involved in several CP productions. Um, uh, what shows might people remember you from uh, being on stage here?
0: Well, uh on stage I had uh a whirlwind of a year. Uh <laughs> my first show was uh another bucket list uh, a show, just like uh Three Musketeers was Les Misérables. Um and my wife and I got to play uh Monsieur and Madame Thénardier and it was absolutely wonderful. Uh fantastic experience that uh set off my uh, partnership with uh, CP. Um, I followed that up with young Frankenstein. Uh, that was a blast. Um, and then uh, I did one flew over the cuckoo's nest, um, which was a absolutely wonderful experience. Uh, one of my, my favorite acting experiences. And then uh, finished that off uh, almost a year after uh Les Mis, we did Into the Woods, so uh, yeah, I I packed a whole bunch into one year, and then I took a few years off to raise kids.
1: Yeah, as as happens, as happens, yeah. Um, you know, and you, you know, speaking of the Into the Woods, thing, you also did uh, another one of your skills. Um, uh, you uh, created some of the mask work that we use? Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's one of the things that I love about theater is that it lets you explore so many different arts. Um, I had a a quote from, uh, one of my favorite professors and he said, uh, the theater is the art that allows you to use all of your skills to explore what it means to be human. Hmm. And it's a great quote. Yeah. Oh, it's just fantastic. Uh, and that always stuck with me. That was 20 years ago, um, and you know just the the fact that you get to use music and you know acting and painting and draw you know writing all of the the arts that we do kind of coalesce into theater in this shared experience that we all you know come into the the theater and share together and it's ephemeral and it doesn't stick around but. It does in your heart, and it's just mm. again goosebumps thinking about it.
1: <laughs> well, I think people will uh, will also uh, get goosebumps seeing the show. Uh, I've really enjoyed the bits of rehearsals uh, that I've been able to see, and I also you know just want to say you know this show has been on your you know as you said your bucket list. You know one yeah. of the reasons that we looked at this show was uh, you and I had had a conversation a while ago and you had mentioned Three Musketeers and I was like oh yeah there's that new Ken Ludwig adaptation Mm -hmm. of Three Musketeers out there we should take a look at that yeah (laughs) so it's just just, uh, it would sometimes when people wonder it's like well why do you pick shows or why do you even consider them I'm like well you know just casual conversations with people sometimes absolutely uh, spark things um so coming really back into the show here as we wrap up. Um uh-huh. what do you hope audiences you know feel or they say to each other in the car after they've uh, seen the show?
0: Um I'm hoping they come away thinking I had no idea I was going to see such an action-packed experience and when's the next one?
1: Oh, yes. That's what we always love to hear. Right? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Well, John, thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to add as we uh, wrap up this uh, little chat? Oh, gosh.
0: Uh, Tickets are on sale now. Get them while they're hot.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, John, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. And we're really looking forward to getting the show on its feet and getting some audiences in here uh, to really uh, experience those goosebumps. I can't wait. It's time for The Curtain Call. This podcast is a production of Community Players Theatre in downtown Beatrice, Nebraska. Our production of Ken Ludwig's The Three Musketeers runs for two weeks, March 25th through the 27th and April 1st through the 3rd. Tickets are available by calling the box office or visiting our website. Up next on the CP stage at the end of April is our spring acting up production of Charlotte's Web. I'm Jamie Ulmer, and this has been Places Please. We'll see you at the theater.
0: Curtain in? House lights up? Thank you, podcast. Make sure to reset your props and hang up your costumes.